We're back. Live. Live. Well. Episode four. Tried to pick your brain. You did. You tried to beat me to it. But we're back for episode four, and boy, do we have a fun one for you today. We're going to recap what happened with that Clemson and Georgia game, because Lord knows y'all want to hear us talk about it. And then after that, much we're going to make... Much to be said. Yeah, much to be said. And then we're going to talk about the five biggest college football games this week. And let me tell you something, it was we were scraping the barrel to find them for you. Questionable if they're big or not. Yeah, but we, we found them for you. We're going to do our best. And then, Hunter, tell them what's going to happen in this one. Well, as a little celebration to celebrate, commemorate and celebrate the opening of the NFL season this coming week, this coming sun, Thursday, really today mm-hmm. and Sunday, we are giving away, we're doing a little sweepstakes for our fans and listeners alike. Bow, bow, bow. We appreciate you all so much so that we are doing a $50, you heard that, point zero zero NFL gift card and you guys can take that home, but you want to know how? You want to tell them how, Daniel? Do you know? Uh, we're going to tell them how later in the show. You got to listen. We That's can't right. give it to yeah. you at the beginning. That's Come right. Come on. You wanted to hear it but right now, but we have to save it for you. Yeah. We got some intro or some rules that you need to follow, but it's some small ones there. You guys yeah. can handle it later on with that. We'll also be doing some NFL games, a lock of the week against the spread, and upset for some games this week. Daniel's going to be doing outrageous take, a fan yeah. submitted outrageous take. And uh, we'll just finish out with another something special, some way too early predictions. We know yeah. you love to hear those. So that's what we got in store for you. Daniel, I want you to take us into a great start with a, a nice musical introduction. How about that? Yes, sir. Here we go. Feeling good after that music, huh? Yeah. I uh, was drifting away. I'm glad you yeah. caught me back. Gotcha. Getting this good vibes going here to start the week. And I don't know about you, Hunter, but I'm in a good mood. I was in a great mood. Um, it's been dampered, so to speak, but uh, there you go. on the come up. Okay. We're on the come up. You're on the come up? Well, speaking of on the come up, I think a lot of people are tuning in because they want to hear. It's been a year in the making since we started third and punt. People knew it was coming down the pipe. Georgia and Clemson were going to play each other, and they knew this. Yeah, it had been precursored for a yeah, while. They knew that the number one Georgia fan, which is me, the number one Clemson fan, which is you, they knew we were going to talk about it. They knew we were going to spar over it. And the moment came and went, and it's over. And yeah. for those of you who didn't see it, there was only one winner. It was the Georgia Bulldogs, folks. <laughs> The dogs of Georgia. And we're going to talk about it for a little bit. Georgia defense one. Yeah, yeah. Hunter, I'm going to I'm gonna let you open up. I want to hear your thoughts on this game. I've been waiting. We Just to let you know, to give you a little insider background information behind the scenes, we kept it very vague with each other talking about this game because we, <laughs> we wanted to air it <laughs> out vague here. Vague text. Vague text. So here we go. Hunter, I've been waiting. I want to hear it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well. But it was tough. It was tough to watch, man. Um, first thoughts were that was not what I was expecting from the offense. Whether it be, it's still up to be, it was still to be seen whether it was offensive play calling, offensive line, or DJ's inept attitude towards getting out of the pocket. <laughs> yeah. But it really, I was very surprised. That was not at all. It seemed like he was playing scared for a while. Mm-hmm. And well, it's it's easy to be scared. Because you guys do have some big dudes. Yeah. Jordan Davis is the biggest Ooh. dude I've ever seen. In <laughs> That's my, a big my life. man. <laughs> so, 
that being said, it started the way I thought it would. Very defensive. I mean, zero zero first quarter. Mm-hmm. So it was like what I thought would would happen, and then it. Uh, but DJ looked terrible, man. Yeah, he was. He's definitely not going to win the Heisman this year. We need to pump the brakes. That's for that's my first analysis. Okay, pump the brakes on DJ for Heisman. As much as I would love to see that, I think he still got it in. But um, there's something something went ha- happened in his brain there. In the first, it happened in the first quarter, and it lasted for a long ass time. <laughs> and um, he fi- he started figuring it out. I will say there was a time where I, you could see it click when we start when we got the actual field goal that we scored on offense in the fourth yeah. quarter. It was clicking like he was starting to get it. What he was, he was starting to look through his reads. He was just always eyeing the same dude down yeah. the whole night. It was easy. I knew where he was throwing. And I was watching on the couch. Yeah, inebriated. So. <laughs> Like if I knew where he was throwing, then I know the defensive backs knew where right. he was going. So there was something he's he's got to clean up some stuff mentally. I think we, me and my friends were talking. Maybe it was something somebody had got in his head, like um, not to run it too much. I feel like he should have just run. Like he just was not re- willing to run the ball mm-hmm. when he needed to. Deshaun would have taken off. Lawrence would have taken off. Kelly Kelly Bryant would have taken off yeah. and ran. I think and that's I think every one of those dudes could have won that game. I'm not even lying to you. I think DJ lost this game. Wow. I don't think it's on the offensive line. I don't think it's on def, our defense played. That's probably the most proud of our defense I'll, I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. They played fucking lights out. I mean, you guys didn't score an offensive touchdown. Nobody no. scored an offensive touchdown in the yeah. whole game. Yeah. You would have told me before the game that Georgia doesn't score an offensive touchdown. How much money? I mean, I'd put everything that we win the game. Yeah. If you told us Georgia didn't yeah. score an offensive touchdown right. before the game. So to think we we play our best game I've ever seen on defense and we lose. I mean, it comes those big games do come down to mistakes and DJ made a hell of a lot of mistakes for us and we yeah. e- we even won the turnover battle. Yeah, which was questionable because I mean the punt was questionable who it touched first. I thought yeah. it touched Skalski first. Be honest, when I saw it first, I said we they might call it back to say Skalski yeah. hit it. They gave it to it's, y'all. Yeah, it's, it's, and um, I don't know, man. It was very a tough, tough game. I don't. I mean, I don't feel like we're out of. I think we could. I think ten out of ten times that game gets played, we went five for five. Probably. I mean, I think mm. it's we're fifty fifty. I think we're two of the best teams in college football, and I really don't think this diminishes what we have going as far as this this season campaign. Because, um, you know. I think we, we kept you out of the end zone. Trash time. We're usually very notorious for giving up a trash time <laughs> touchdown at the end. I'm yeah. not kidding you. We give a, a touchdown to fucking South Carolina State. Watch this. They'll get a touchdown <laughs> on us in the last fourth quarter. Yeah. We didn't get, we did, we stopped the bleeding here. 10 3 looks a lot better than 17 3 to a committee, I'd imagine. Yeah. So, uh, and then just to bring num- a little number, I mean, we, sh- we shit the bed in Russian, but like, and passing, but like it's not like you guys put up four hundred yards passing on us or yeah. anything. Like or no, only one hundred. It was very, it was very close. The yards were within a hundred yards of each other total. Yeah, and so you could. It was very defensive. It was what I thought would happen, except for I did not expect DJ to shit the bed. So yeah, um, you know I've had some time to stew on it. Steed and marinated. Uh, I was very down on D. I wanted him to be benched. I didn't want to see him come out of oh. the. Of the half, well, half I was like iffy, but I thought he could come back. But after the th- first few drives of the third quarter, I was like, "Well, we really have nothing else to lose. We're not doing shit. Why yeah. don't we put Tyson Fomic on it?" I really, I didn't care yeah. at that point. 
the whole, I mean, it was because this is the biggest game we're going to have for a while. while. I didn't give a shit if DJ started South Carolina State and dominated the rest if he had to. I mean, I was ready for anything because, I mean, that was not what we were. I mean, it was was just disappointing. I was very, that's one word I would use. Disappointing. Disappointing. But, and we lost. I mean, I didn't know one thing I'll mention. I didn't know Tyler Davis, our fucking best defensive tackle on the entire team, was going to be out. Yeah, we out. talked about it a little bit last week that he might have had COVID, but then I guess they just yeah, and they officially said he wasn't playing. We lost Landon Zanders early, even though, and he's out for the year. I didn't know that. I just oh, is he? Yeah, whatever he did, I think his like shoulder or something, probably collarbone or something. That was early on. We lost him, and uh, our another dude, Nolan Turner, mm-hmm. our fifth super senior, yeah, safety out. I didn't know he was going to be out. Yeah, we had a freshman starting at safety. I mean, it was that's excuses, but. It was a great game. I, I enjoyed watching it a lot. It was very stressful, and I thought we were in it until the very last second. I think if, I thought if we got that stop, that DJ was clicking enough to at least get us in um, position to try something crazy. But uh, if a few things go different ways, it's a different ball game. I mean, if we don't have to kick, if we don't have to go for it on fourth down and five, we could kick a field goal, maybe mm-hmm. extend it. If it all depends. I mean, what if DJ catches homeboy on the sideline? He almost got his by the shoelace. Yeah. You know, we st- I mean, it's a different – it's just – it's a fun game to watch. I'll say that, man. I'll yeah. let you – I know I've taken a lot of time <laughs> here, but uh had a lot to say. I've probably just rambled on. It's okay. It's all right. But um, I'll let, I'd like to hear what you have to say as a, as the victor. <clears throat> well, I'm going a, I'm to a come at it from the Georgia perspective. I think you, I think you talked a lot. As, as, you know, that's your team. So you, you, you know more about it than I do. I'm going to talk about it from the Georgia perspective. I think that – for the Georgia Bulldogs, I I'm gonna I'm hesitate to say that they uh, I'm not ready to crown them national champs or anything. Um, I think after week one, it's ridiculous to crown anybody a national champ or say this team's head and shoulders above that rest. Um, looking at you, ESPN, for your absolute disgusting love for Alabama after week one. Look, I get Alabama deserves all the credit in the world, but they beat Miami. Okay, so stop acting like Bryce Young is the second coming of Jesus. And he's going to be the best quarterback of all time. And I didn't see Alabama opening. This is just a little rant. I didn't see Alabama opening with a Clemson or a Georgia. Like these two teams on Saturday night had the, you know, the bravery to schedule one another for week one. Um, I don't see Alabama doing that. So for the love of everything holy, let's stop. I'm going to say this. I think that to go one way or the other for Georgia or Clemson at this point in the season is too premature. Um, to say that Georgia's I, – I will say this. Georgia's defense, I'm going to predict and go ahead and say that I, with confidence they're the best in the nation. Um, that front seven is nasty. What I was worried about going into the game was the secondary. Um, and they were they were good. I wouldn't say they were great. Christopher Smith, obviously, with the, the pick six in the game, the way he cut that route off was really nice. Um, there was some, uh, there was some big plays. I think that we limited the big plays. I thought there would be probably like five or six in the game and there was only like one or two that I can really remember. Um, so I thought that was good. I thought the way that we shut the rundown was really good. I, I did. I agree with you. I thought DJ, especially when they got in the red zone, I thought DJ was going to run the ball a little bit more. Um, the one time that, that Clemson got down there and kicked the field goal, you know, they had first and goal. So I kind of figured at least one of those is going to be DJ running. Got a penalty though, didn't we? I believe there's. I think they so. Uh, well, we we got a penalty. Georgia got a penalty to get Clemson down there because our dude basically tackled well, every single time. Yeah, I mean, we should have been doing that the whole time. But yeah, I well, those refs. I'm gonna say this: those refs were terrible for both teams. There was some 
pass interferences that were called on Clemson that were ridiculous. There was some pass interference called on Georgia that I thought were ridiculous. Um, I don't know. There was just some weird. There was a late hit that should have been called. Yeah, that was, was not hit. called. Well, and I think that they're like they didn't call the late hit, and they also didn't call in running the punter on the same. It was very. But they uh, did call that. They ended up yeah, calling like running five yard, the Yeah, punter. and then they kicked it in. Yeah, I thought that should have been a late and hit. And just forgot about the late hit. Yeah, that was that, some bullshit. Those, well, I agree. With you. Those refs, I think, called some bad things on both teams. I don't think that it really had much no, man, to do with the outcome. Fact, um, it was frustrating. It was definitely frustrating to watch. Right, right, right. I think it was frustrating to watch, but luckily it didn't get in the way of the game. I think what this boils down to, though, is I would love to see both of these teams play each other again in the playoffs at full strength because you mentioned some of the, the Clemson things. Uh, Georgia was without three or four of their receivers. Georgia was without one of their starting safeties. Um, and so it, it would be interesting. Also, we lost one of our offensive linemen on the very first drive. Who was that? Was That wasn't um, – What's his name? Tate something, but but we slid in another guy and he worked. That. He worked perfectly for the rest. Um, so we'll see at that. But you know, I would love to see these two teams play each other again at full strength. Um, but my takeaway from the Georgia side is got a lot of work to do on offense. Um, JT Daniels was good, not great. Um, he was good in the sense that he didn't make a lot of mistakes. The one mistake he made was on the pick. But if you watch it, it was something that Clemson struggled with too. Is there was just not a lot of good communication. Like, I felt like sometimes DJ... Oh, yeah, they missed some... I think some of the receivers were just running the wrong route. I said a few times it was Justin Ross's fault. On the pick... he hadn't been playing for a whole year. I mean, what do you expect? On the pick six, I thought it was because it looked like a bad... The pick six, actually, I felt was DJ's fault because he had... He basically, like you said earlier, he keyed in on that slant route. And I think Chris Smith just watched his eyes the whole time and was like, okay, that's where he's going. Um, But I think the, the JT Daniels pick... I would put more on the receiver than I would JT. I think JT was just, and let me say this too about the teams. Offensive play calling was disgusting. Yeah, I'm ready for Tony Elliott to get the fuck out of here. But here's my theory on Clemson, and you can tell me if you think I'm wrong in this one. I think Dabo Sweeney is the second best coach in the nation behind Nick Saban. Um, But I don't know necessarily. He's not your uh, Lincoln Riley, or he's not – a Cliff Kingsbury, like he's not a play caller in the sense no. of he's not going to run the offense and tell you exactly. He's not a guru when it comes to play calling. What he's a guru at is creating a culture. He's a culture guy. He's a recruiting guy. guy. Yeah, he's a guy that's a team building guy. But you've got to put people around, and that's what Brent Venables is is an amazing play caller on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, I feel like your offensive coordinators have been able to hide behind, and I'm saying this in a negative way, but they've been able to kind of mask some of their ineptitude with play calling by having a Deshaun Watson, by having a Trevor Lawrence, by having a Travis Etienne. When you have those guys, it covers a multitude of sins when it comes to play calling. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, the, the play calling is definitely stale. I, yeah. I, like I said, I, I am done with Tony Elliott. I, I hope he takes and his next. And I would next, be too if I was the Clemson I, I hope he takes his next. Uh, he should have taken the Georgia Tech job. I hope he takes whatever next head coaching job yeah. comes away. I don't really wish bad on him. I'm just done with him. Yeah. With his play calling. I think we have guy. I think Brandon Streeter is going to do a better job of it. And he'll get the job yeah. anyways. And that's our current QB coach. Mm-hmm. And, but one thing I will say, he did. We did a good job of getting spreading the ball around for whenever we could. I mean, we got it to some guy like one, we had a guy over 100 yards receiving, which is you would never know that in that game we actually had a yeah. somebody bust out. I mean, that's his biggest game, his career game, just oh, Vingada. Yeah, and uh, averaged 18 and a half yards a, a catch. So I mean, he was he's going to have a huge year, and he was making plays. He looks big. Yeah, and then uh, we got to see our first little taste of Will Shipley, which. 
it's hard running on that that front. Oh, but yeah. uh, he's going to be special. I can already tell. Yeah. Um, I think I even saw we saw some wildcat. We had a yeah, Will that. Taylor. Um, I hope that some uh, what's it called taste on hill influence. Yeah. I hope some of that comes in there. But yeah, get the hell out of here, uh, out of Clemson, Tony Elliott. I hope yeah. you hear this. Well, fucking suck. Yeah, and I also think uh, to speak more to the Georgia side, I think our front seven is that's going to be the hardest front seven Clemson plays all year until they may play somebody else in the playoffs or the ACC championship. Maybe Virginia Tech will be good. I don't know, um, but. We hope so. Yeah, that'll be the hardest front seven they have to play all year. And let me just say, the linebacker core of Georgia is ridiculous. Kobe Dean yeah, is an absolute monster. Is he? Uh, a, what year is he? I believe he's a senior or junior one or two. I have to go back and look. Um, probably made him some money. Yeah. Jordan Davis is that man. I don't even know how to describe how good he is. Um, but he he can't run the ball when Jordan Davis is on the field. Um, he was good. Mur- Miles Murphy showed up. And yeah. Seed, but yeah, I would love to see these teams play again. Yeah. I think it would be a lot of fun show. Um, and then also the secondary is impre- impressive. They're good, not great, as I would say. I, I think they blew some things, I think. Um, but they, they got to get more healthy and they got to get more experience. I will say offensively, I think there's room for improvement. Zamir White is an absolute beast. Um, he ran the ball well when he needed to, especially on that last drive to kill the game. Yeah, um, he was, was he was doing some work there. Um, I think running the ball, we're going to be fine. James Cook had some explosive runs that were pretty good. Uh, I think passing the ball, we're going to be fine. When our here's the thing I didn't like about the play calling of Georgia it was very very conservative. There was a lot of just dinking and dunking, and they opened up a little bit in the second half. Um, JT threw one across the middle of the field. It was probably like twenty yard pass, and and it was good. That was the drive that we ended up kicking the field goal. Um, but I think we just didn't open it up. Like, we didn't throw the ball down the field as much as I'd like to see. But I also kind of understand that it was the flow of that particular game. I think both teams kind of were like, our defense is going to – because you take away the pick six, it's a three-to-three three game. And right. I think both teams were like, our defense is clearly the strong point of our team right now. And I'm interested to see going forward, and I, this is how I'll end our review of, of George Clemson, unless you want to say anything else. I'm interested to see going forward how both of these teams offensively look because I think the narrative right now in the college football world is these two's offenses have a lot to improve on. And I do think Georgia, I'll speak for Georgia, I think they have some some room for improvement. Um, But I think some of that comes with just being healthier and maybe better play calling. But I think when you're playing the best defenses in the country, your offenses are not going to look explosive. I'm interested to see how they look you know, playing in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. Um, but I'll say this, and I'll end my time. Uh, this was the worst possible scenario for Clemson in a weekend. And I'm not even saying – the Clemson-Georgia game is not the problem. The problem was the ACC. Uh, it was a bad weekend for Clemson in that respect because you've got Clemson's schedule right now, and, and I think you would admit this, it's Clemson and nobody else in the ACC right now. Yeah, well, we're hoping for yeah. Virginia Tech to go on a, a that, nice streak. Yeah, and I think that's the hope that Clemson has now because in the beginning of the season it was like, okay, um, Clemson can lose to Georgia and still be okay because they're going to end up probably playing a top-five UNC team, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen unless Virginia Tech is just that good, and we don't know. They yeah, might be. Could be. Um, but others, I mean, just you got Charlotte beating Duke. You got Northern Illinois beating Georgia Tech. You got uh, – I mean, Florida State looked decent – against Notre Dame. I will give them that one. Kenzie Milton came in, he changed the game, so we'll see. But it's just like, yeesh. That's why I said last week I thought that the game mattered more to Clemson than it did Georgia 
for this reason, but I didn't see it becoming like the sense of urgency Clemson's going to have to have now. And they're also going to have to. Yeah. I will say the one good thing that came out for Clemson is Oklahoma didn't look great. Ohio State didn't look amazing. So it's a potential they drop some Yeah, games. the only person that looks solidified is is Alabama. I mean, I mean, yeah. I would put Georgia in there right now, but yeah. if they don't. They, if they played Alabama right now, they, you guys would probably lose, I'd say. I mean, everybody would probably It'd be lose. an inch. Well, I, I'm not on the hype train for Alabama right now. I, I, mean, I believe I in Alabama. 40 on anybody right now. But that was Miami. I want to see them play. Uh, Let's talk again when they go to College Station and play Texas What I was going to say, we'll I'm, I will say, you got to give us some credit. I mean, I, I hate the, t- the Alabama. They didn't play. Sh- they played Miami. Oh, they played Miami. But, like, yeah. other teams aren't playing nobody. In week one, at least, and a lot on, of them in our struggled. favor. Yeah, um, Iowa State almost lost. They they won like uh, by three points, I think, sixteen to three or sixteen to thirteen. Iowa State won. So yeah, yeah, they beat uh, Northern Iowa sixteen to ten. I think that's what. It yeah, was. and so like there was other and Iowa Ohio State looked bad at first, but then they they caught on in the second half. But I mean, like there's teams that play nobody in the first few weeks, which we play a cupcake next week. But I'm just saying, I think it it says something that we at least. We uh we had a tough game out of the gate, and yeah. it wasn't. I mean, it was a close game until the the last minute. Really, I mean, it it was a very close game. It was an even game. If you look at all the major stats, it was basically right down the middle. Yeah, and um, and a committee looked at that. Apparently, I mean, who knows? I'm not on yeah. that. I'm not sitting on there. But they, yeah. they take a look at that. The one thing I'll say: we are hoping for Virginia Tech to go on a undefeated. Well, we're hoping for an undefeated Virginia Tech at this point. Yeah, in the ACC championship game, but. Their defense looked really good, so it's potential. But other than that, I mean, I don't even. I think a one-loss ACC champion still is going to be in the conversation, regardless of who. I mean, if yeah. you know, who's going to be in it, we'll we'll still have when we still have the players. We'll, we'll probably be trending up, hopefully. Yeah, I think it's an as long as we don't drop enough, which we can't. Which the thing is, we never could. I mean, there, yeah. you never want to lose a game. So yeah. I mean, it's always going to be next game is the most important right. of the season. So. We'll take that mentality, and la- I will remind you, one of our last natty, the last natty was undefeated, but the one before that, we had lost, lost the old Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, I mean, a loss is not dooming. It sucks right now. Yeah. But uh, it's a, there's a lot of football to be played, exactly. and a lot of chaos is going to happen. Yeah. Oklahoma could be unranked at this time in the month well, or so. That's what, yeah, I was going to say, Oklahoma didn't look good against Tulane. Ohio State's defense did not look good against Minnesota. Their offense looked great. Um, but I think for Clemson, what they need is, at this point, what – they desperately cannot afford is for Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma all to go to undefeated. And let's just say Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. If it comes down to picking between Georgia and Clemson, the committee's probably going to go. Well, we can't we can't put Clemson in if Georgia beat them. If Georgia's undefeated and right, only yeah, lost, that's true, only lost yeah. so but we'll see. But like you said, there's a lot more football to play, and I think there's going to be some more chaos because I think if anything, this weekend proved with like Montana beating Washington and. Uh, like you said, Iowa State barely scraping by, or even you know Tulane almost mounting a little comeback at the end against Oklahoma. There's this college football season is just getting started, and uh, I my message to the Georgia fan base and Clemson fans base is let's not blow this out of proportion one way or the other. I think it was a good game, is a solid win for Kirby Smart. Uh, it's what he needed, I think to quell some of the doubters out there that says he can't win. He, he obviously can win big games. He won a Rose Bowl. He got to the national championship. But I think sometimes they – the narrative about Georgia has been it's Alabama, Clemson, and then there's a huge drop-off before you hit somebody else. And I think Kirby proved that, hey, Georgia, 
we at least deserve to be in this discussion. Did of Kirby do it or the great elite programs? I'm not sold on Kirby. I am. I am like I'm a Kirby fan, and he's big part of why the recruiting is the way that it is. Um, he's had two number one classes at this point. He's, you know, like I said last week, I love that blue chip prospect thing. Eighty percent of the team is four and five stars. So, you know, it's definitely Kirby. Kirby's defensive play calling is elite. Um, obviously, he did his time in Alabama. You saw that, but I mean, here at Georgia, he, call, he calls the defensive players. Yeah, he has What's a big, the defensive coordinator for. He has a big part of it. He didn't call all the defensive. I'm sure they work no. together, but. Okay. I mean, and he's more of, I mean, I obviously he was a defensive back guy. So, I mean, he, he does work with that. But, uh, yeah, Kirby's and the culture that he's built is, is great at Georgia. I, I like what he's doing. So, less, I'm like, less batteries these days. It was less, I don't know if that was ever a thing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they, uh, they throw less batteries. Yeah. So, I'll just end with saying go dogs. And I'm done. Yeah, let's, let's be done. But, uh, let's, let's talk about, let's look forward to week two. Like I said in the intro, it was hard for us to find five good games this week. The first week college football was much better, um, but we've we've got them. So the first one we're going to talk about real quickly. We're just going to we again we these aren't these that great. So we're, we'll do our best to run through them quick um, and get you to that sweepstakes information because I know that's what you want to hear. That's what you're here for now because you heard our Georgia Clemson discussion. Now you're here for the sweepstakes. We'll get you to that. So hold on, be patient. Patience is a virtue, people. So. Um, our first game is the 12th-ranked Oregon Ducks are traveling to the third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. What a game. Big game. Um, you want me to go first on this one, Hunter? Yeah, let's hear what you're okay. saying. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm not impressed with you, Oregon. I'm not impressed. You struggled with Fresno State last week, all right? You had some key injuries last week. We'll see if they play this week. Not impressed. Not impressed. And because of that, but let me tell you about Ohio State. Wasn't really impressed with them either against Minnesota defensively. Offensively, they looked good. C.J. Stroud threw for almost 300 yards, four touchdowns. You had Chris Olave catching two touchdowns, 117 yards. Their running game looked good. They looked explosive on offense. And for that reason, I'm taking the Buckeyes at home. 41, Oregon, 21. It's not going to be a game. Give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ride that same hype train. Um, although Minnesota did keep it close for a while, they did have one of the best running backs uh, in the country, Ibrahim, which R.I.P. to his ACL because that sucked, or his Achilles. I think it was his Achilles. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. He's. I was gonna look for him to in fantasy, and now I'm not gonna draft him in fantasy because of that reason. But. Um, yeah, this is going to be a home game, and Oregon did struggle against Fresno State. They put up less than um, 200 yards. The quarterback threw for yeah. less than 200 yards. I just don't think yeah. they're going to have the fire. They just don't have the firepower is what I'll leave it at. They Agreed. don't have the firepower, even if they're in it for the first quarter or so until uh, Ohio State's offense warms up. They do have Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and they can put them on the same field at the same time. So yeah. I'm going to go 34-17. But I would not be surprised if they just blow the top off. 51. Yeah. 17. Yeah. All right, so that leads us to our second game of the week, 10th-ranked Iowa. This is the second week in a row we've called an Iowa game. Oh, by the way, let me hold on before we go into this. I completely forgot. After last week, our score sits oh, now. Yeah, I forgot to. At, the scoreboard is Hunter at three, myself at five. Booze. Yeah. Let's hear the booze. <laughs> so I got the two-point lead. The differences were... Hunter picked Wisconsin over Penn State. I picked Penn State. Penn State won. 
And then of I course, I will say Wisconsin had that game won yeah, multiple times. Yeah, and they kind of blew it. They kind of blew it. So um, thanks, Wisconsin. Yeah, and then of course, Hunter picked Clemson. I picked Georgia. So we already talked about that. But anyways, let's go back into this. So it's five three me right now. But right now we would still be tied because we both picked Ohio State. So let's go to the next game. We've got the tenth ranked Hawkeyes of Iowa at the ninth ranked Iowa State Cyclones. Pitch it over to you, Hunter. Tell us who wins. I am riding this wave of this Hawkeye wave. Okay. I hope we talk about it three weeks in a row because you better move them up into the top ten. They're about to beat the shit out of Iowa State. Ooh. About to, they, there better be a cyclone warning for Ames, Iowa, because the Hawkeyes are coming in there and fucking shit up. And they're gonna about, they about to beat these homeboys 20, I'm going to say 35 13. Ooh. They're going to run it down their throat. I'm not sold with Iowa State winning their little measly 16 to 10 game at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold. Give me Iowa and give me all the shares. I'm going <laughs> to say it's a landslide. If there was a lock of the week, this would be my lock of the week. Wow. I um, 100% agree with you here as well. Ah, boo. Iowa State looked boo. pedestrian last week against Northern Iowa. Um, I'm not an Iowa State believer and have not been. Uh, I did call them to beat Oklahoma, and now since they didn't do that last year, this was last year I called that, and they didn't do it. So I've, they're, I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. Officially done with them. So go Hawkeyes. They're gonna win this game, and they're gonna do it easily. I got them winning 38 to 17. Let me tell you why, real quickly. They dominated Indiana last week. If you didn't watch that game, held Indiana to only 233 yards of offense. Um, so I like their complete team. They don't have any superstars out here. They're offensively. They're questionable i'll give them that they're questionable offensively but Iowa's gonna roll in this one i don't trust iowa state any so give me the hawkeyes 38 to 17 that leads us to our third game of the week a little sec action i say sec because texas eventually will be sec but anyways right now it's big 12 versus sec we've got the 15th ranked longhorns going to arkansas um i guess it's me starting so let me tell you what's gonna happen here i'm not an sec homer you know i'm not um, I am rooting for the Arkansas uh, Razorback coach, Mr. Pittman, because he used to be the O-line coach at the Dogs at Georgia, but I just don't think he's got the program there yet. Um, I think both of them played subpar last week against their opponents, respectively Arkansas against Rice, Texas against Louisiana Lafayette, but technically Texas beat a ranked team because Louisiana Lafayette was ranked last week. Um, but look for... Mr. Robinson, the running back out of Texas, and also Hudson Card, the quarterback. They both had good games last week, and I expect that to carry on this week. Arkansas's defense is not amazing. They allowed 308 yards against Rice. You heard that right. Rice got 308 yards. And they also have a very one-dimensional offense and has been that way for several years in Arkansas. They can just run the ball, but they can't pass the ball. I don't think it's going to work against Texas. Um, I think Texas wins this game 38-24. to you, sir, are going to get a point taken on you because I'm going to go Razorback City, baby. Wow. And I'm just switching it up because I'm tired of us going the same. And I'm tired of, <laughs> it, tired okay. of all the dick sucking. Okay, so I'm, you're going to pick. I'm switching to Arkansas, and the reason being it's at home, and I see the quarterback had two rushing touchdowns last week. So I yep. love the dual threatness. <laughs> um, look for Sark to get – 
I, I thought I would something something would come to me. The right, like start. Yeah, you didn't do didn't, it. No, nothing. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss there. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna have a good game. I think Ooh. look for a. Uh, you know, they were like, oh, we, we come off a, a week one big top 25 win. Yeah. You know, I think they got a high, right yeah, now. They yeah. got a they got little high head going in there. They're going to they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get beaten on the road. Okay. And it's going to be a close game. But oh. uh, look for the quarterback run on the Arkansas okay. side to, uh, to get Pig the Pig suey, baby. Pig suey. I'm going, yeah, pig suey, whatever that means. <laughs> All right. So then we've got the Battle of the Mormons. The I'll 20. go 20. Oh, sorry. 20. Sorry. 21, 20. Okay, so we got the Battle of the, the Mormons out in Utah. The 21-ranked Utes of Utah are going to go against the Cougars of BYU. Hunter, what's going to happen when these Mormons clash on the field? Well, I'm a huge fan of Cougars, okay. but I'm not going to allow <laughs> okay. that to affect my picks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the same Cougars. Not the think. same Cougars. These, yeah, not entirely not the same. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Utes in this one just for... The fact of, I like the other kind of cougars. I don't like these kind of cougars. <laughs> okay, they get me mad. That's why. Um, no, I like the running game of Utah, and they. Uh, that's just who I'm rolling with, man. I, I don't feel like they even need me to elaborate on it because they. I like that. I like. The, they're both one and another, so look forward to be a, a decent game. It's going to be at at by at BYU. So, I wasn't even sure it was in Utah, but I'm coming yeah. coming to find out BYU is in Utah. Yeah, so there you go. It won't be that far of a. Uh, it's basically gonna be a home game for the Utes. That's why that's gonna give them the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the Utes, thirty-seven, thirty-four in a close game. There you go. Um, I also will take the Utes. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be a close game. I think Utah will dominate the line of scrimmage here. I think. They've got some big boys up down there, down there, around there in the West. I don't know how you get there. Anyways, in Utah, look, look for them. They only allowed 57 rushing yards last week, and like you said, they have a good rushing attack. I almost got 200 yards of rushing last week, so I think they're just gonna roll over these Zach Wilsonless BYU Cougars, 24 to seven. Give me Utah. And in the last game of the week, we're getting a little Pac-12 crazy here at the end. Um, a little old classic rivalry. The Stanford Cardinal are playing the 14th ranked USC Trojans. Um, let me just say this: that this game, you know, we had to pick this game because we were we were it's the history struggling. Yeah, the history was struggling. Um, this isn't going to be a game, folks. Don't stay up and watch it. Just don't. Because it's not going to be worth wanna, it. Might want to DVR it. You might want to DVR and watch it in the morning if you just want to get a funny comedy your thing. cereal with. Yeah, but USC is going to roll over Stanford. USC's offense is just too good, and Stanford's defense is just too bad. So I'm going to go USC 41, Stanford 17. Hunter, who you got? Well, I'm looking at the yardage that the Stanford Cardinal put up. And it looks like it was just one single Cardinal out there yeah, because wasn't a lot. they didn't do much. They, was, they scored seven points against Kansas State. So, yeah, um, that's not going to get it done. And that's you see why I went. And this is just for my audience so you guys can know. Even if I get Arkansas wrong, you see why I did it. Because we were about yeah. to go for <laughs> we five, five for five. <laughs> but that's same. just because this week is so bad with the game. Um, so every, if I lose, you guys can respect that. I went Arkansas on a limb because I'm going also USC. They're gonna, it's going to be a slobber knocker. But yeah. Uh, it's, you might want to watch it. Be in the U- I like watching games in the Coliseum. Pretty yeah, cool. It's a fun, fun game. 
but uh, thirty-one seventeen. I'm just I like closer games yeah. these days. No blowouts. <laughs> no blowout. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Hunter's got a a chance to make up a point or lose a point. We'll see with Texas and Arkansas. So that'll be an interesting game. But that concludes. That we're gonna we're done with college football this week. Done we're with done with done, done with, with it. it. Before we move on and talk about NFL, we do want to tell you about our sweepstakes. So we hope that you stayed around with us for our for our thirty five minutes now, and you're here. You're ready. You're ready to hear about the sweepstakes. It'll pay off for you. It'll pay off. While you're waiting. Hunter mentioned it in the intro. It's a $50. $50. That's free money to you. $50 for the NFLshop.com. Get you a nice bear mug. Get you a bear Get mug. Get you a 49er pickaxe if they have those. You know, hey, if you're still... Cheese head for cheese a Packer. Cheese head, yeah. yeah. If you're a Packer fan. I mean, if you, Lions, you guys can get a bag for yeah, your head. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of options on there. Uh, if you're a fresh Rams fan like myself, get yourself a look. Put that fifty dollars to a Stafford jersey. Put that fifty dollars to a new Sonny Michelle jersey. Do what you got to do. Put fifty dollars towards the offensive lineman for the Jags. If you're a <laughs> yeah, Jags fan, yeah, you put yeah, it in yeah. the pool. Um, there's a lot of things you could do with this fifty dollars. Um, and it's real simple on how you get here. So there's two things. I'm gonna tell you one. Hunter's gonna tell you the other one. The first one here is super super simple. We just need you to follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Click the follow button. It's free. Click the follow it's button. It's free to do now. Here's what I'll say. And where can you follow us? Where can you follow us on Instagram? It's third and punt. The letter, the number three, R-D-A-N-D-P-U-N-T. Third and punt. That's us. So you want to follow us on there, um, on the Instagram. And that's one way you can get entered into the sweepstakes. But if you're already a follower, okay, here's another way you can do it. Hunter's going to tell you the other way. So you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that, or if there's any other, if Spotify lets you do a review, if you're just the chosen one and they let you review, you're the only one, leave us one. The chosen one, I like it. But uh, <laughs> leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because we know you can leave a review there. You can leave us a little star rating. And uh, all you have to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and DM us a screenshot proving that you did so. We just have to see that you did it. Even if it's bad, even if you're shitting on us, shit on us and show us because... We like that kind of stuff. We're, we yeah. like that gross. <laughs> we like we like we like to get uh, hurt. We're one of those people. Love it. Whatever that's called. I, I Sadomasochist. There we go. There you go. That's what we are. But um, yeah. So there, that's <laughs> the big news about the sweepstakes, guys. We're telling you, literally, we're giving you fifty bucks. It's to gonna go be a, buy it's gonna be a NFL. few weeks running. Yes. Um, yes. So we're gonna give you four weeks. We're gonna be pumping it up, letting you guys battle it out. Yep. October seventh, we will announce the winner. On the show. On the show. So you will have that much time to get your shit together and get this stuff done. It's One only more time. Follow us on IG. Follow us on IG. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Send us a DM. That's all you got to do. That's all you have to do. So easy. 50 bucks. Could be yours for free. For yours for free. So we'll get that to you. Also, this will be a virtual gift card, so you don't have to worry about giving us your address or anything weird like that. We will send it to you in an email. So yeah. that's that's all you have to do. Real super super easy. We don't have to meet up with you in a parking nope. lot anywhere. Nope. So you do can do not be, worry about. So that. that that if you're a listener out there in California, if you're a listener out there in Sweden, if you're a listener out there in Borneo, you know wherever you are, I don't mm. care. I say you know there it doesn't matter to me. But anyways, uh, yeah, just just do it. Just do it. Just do it, man. And you get free you. money. So this time it's NFL.com. If you guys, if this reciprocates, maybe we'll. Freaking There's go all out, man. We'll buy you a diamond ring. Yeah, we'll ask you to marry us. But uh, let's go on. And speaking of the NFL, let's get to the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL for a little bit. Sure. We're back. NFL's back. 
Officially. Officially back. And I'm excited for the NFL for it's, a lot of reasons. It's officially going to be a game of football every day for the rest of the year, right? Yep. Every weekend. Every weekend. Every, every day. Every weekend yeah. for the rest of the year. Um, Until February, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going into I like February it. And yeah. going into next year. Mm-hmm. It all starts tonight with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. So tune in if you want to watch that. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game. It should be a good one. should be a good one. Um, healthy Dak. Yeah, healthy-ish. He had some issues in the, yeah. the preseason, well, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see how, how, see healthy, how healthy is. is healthy. Supposedly, the the uh, Clemson, the Dallas Cowboys, I'm still in my college football man. Dallas Cowboys defense is uh, better than it was last year, so we'll see. We'll see. Doubtful, but we'll see. Um, but here we go. Let's go ahead and kick into it. We've both got our respective, like we did last year, we're going to keep it rolling we're going to pick a lock of the week. That's who we think. I don't really need too much explanation. This one is just who we think we definitely is going to win. Uh, we're going to against. You nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you, thank you. Against the spread. And then, of course, the upset of the week to look out for. So, Hunter, I'm going to start with you. Who's your lock? I am locking it in, guys and gals. I know we have a gal at least listen to us now. So, thank you for your support, ma'am. Um, but my NFL lock of the week is going to be them boys in Seattle. I got the Seahawks taking on the Colts and covering the spread of uh it's 2.5 points that the the Seahawks have to beat them by and I think um it's going to be a tough game for the Colts here because okay. it's Carson Wentz is he healthy is he not is he ready to start the offense and and if they don't I mean it's going to be Jacob Eason in there. So I mean if it, if he's not ready who is going to be a scrub from Georgia. That's yeah, that's uh, sad. Yeah, it's not gonna work I out. I didn't like that, but I'm I hear what you said. Scrub from Washington, okay? He left he, us. He scrubbed so hard in Georgia that he had to go to Washington. Well, he just got beat up by Jake Fromm. He's not even on a team anymore, so you know, tells you but, what uh, tells you what you need to know about him. Yeah. Enough of you. I've had enough of you. Enough of me, but back to me. Is that what you're telling me? Tell you my lot? Well, I was gonna say it's a one p.m. game, uh, so it's an early start. Um, okay. Seahawks got some firepower on offense. Always have. Everybody's healthy. You got Metcalf, Lockett, Wilson, mm-hmm. Carson, all you need. And they even got Gerald Everett, which yeah. that you guys should have kept him, I'll be honest with you. We got Tyler Higby. We don't need him. Um, I'm thinking the Colts get stomped week one. Ooh. Because if they, they only have – I mean, their only option is to control time of possession and run the ball. I don't think – I mean, unless Carson Wentz is going to really start slanging it, which – I mean, <laughs> he might. If he starts slanging it. Maybe we'll go back to his almost MVP season. He didn't win the MVP, but he looked like he could have won it that year. Not week one, at least. Yeah. I'm just, I, I think it's a very tough matchup for the Colts in week one, okay. defense or not. I think Russell Wilson has a great game. Metcalf probably uh, scores two tutties. Ooh. Um, yeah, give me the Seahawks to cover. Okay. So you, that's you my get, lock of the week. Lock of the week, Seahawks. Um, I promised to everybody listening, I will not do this every week. But I'm going to pick on my former favorite team, uh, the Detroit Lions. Wow, my lock of the we week. Do that. Yeah, my That's lock of the easy. week is the San Francisco 49ers over the Detroit I Lions. That was obvious. I thought that was out of yeah, bounds. Well, it might have been. It might have been. I'm just doing it this one week. I promise okay. I won't do this anymore. We'll hold them to it. I just want to say that they're going to be absolutely awful. And for all you Detroit fans that are still listening, if I, you know, I had to sit there for 12 years and hear. Oh, Stafford's the reason we're losing games. Well, you know what? You got your wish. He's not there He's anymore. Gone. And watch y'all be 0-17, and I don't want to hear nothing about he, it. He gone. He gone. 
I'm going to take the 49ers in a landslide over the Detroit Lions. Look for Trey Lance to get a little love, get a little play in action in there. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, San Francisco's defense, I'm interested to see San Francisco. Um, if they can get healthy, they were, remember two years ago they were in the Super Bowl. So yeah. they get healthy, they're going to be good. And I they think they're going to they they get some dudes. dudes. They got some dudes just being guys out there. And I look for them to dismantle my former love. I thought that was a given, so I didn't know that was. I was thinking, <laughs> I, I won't do it every week. About taking it. I won't do it every week. It was like the Jets last year. I won't do it every week. Okay. But yeah, definitely this week. I just want to go ahead and give you the point there. Yeah, yeah. I just want to pick. Come on. <laughs> I want to pick on him for Trey Lance could start that game, which yeah. I don't think he will, but nah. he could. He'll come in. This, he'll come in there for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that leads to against the spread. Um. I guess I'll go ahead and start this one off right now. I have to throw in my favorite team for one of these to start week one. Right now, the L.A. Rams, as of this recording, on a Thursday morning, are favored at 7.5. That's what the line is right now. Damn. The Rams over the Bears, they will cover the 7.5 wow. spread. I look for them to win by at least two touchdowns. I think the defense is going to shut down. They're going to start Andy Dalton. They're not going to play Justin Fields against this defense. And Jalen Ramsey's going to have a field day picking at least two times off uh, against Andy Dalton. Um, their defense is good. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Not going to freak it's too much matter. firepower on the LA Rams. Look for Cooper Cup to have a good game. Look for Robert Woods to have a good game. Look for the running so. game to open up. The team hopes so. Daryl Henderson's getting a little bit healthier. Sonny Michelle now. Um, and then, of course, Tyler Higby's going to have a good game. And I'm not going to act like I just didn't mention his name for a purpose. Matthew Stafford's going to show the people why. And also, he's very familiar with this defensive scheme. He's had to play them two years or two times a year for the past 12 years. So he knows Chicago. Um, and he gets to play at home in a night game on Sunday night. A lot to prove. Sean McVay is going to scheme it up real well. Give me wow. the Rams by two touchdowns to cover that seven and a half point spread. Wow. I, I was thinking about doing that. I, I think was, I was thinking about taking the Bears to cover Ooh, the seven and a half. I was okay. thinking it was too generous. So wow. thanks for the point there, Danny. Um, no, I'm gonna bring up my favorite thing in the world: cold weather football. No. This is the first mention of it, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. It's one of my favorite things. It's on my route, Mount Rushmore of favorite things. And uh, we got some cold weather football, even though it hasn't cold weather hasn't fully set in yet. But this is a precursor <laughs> to yeah. cold weather football. These are some cold weather football teams, I'll have you say. And um, it's got the Steelers right now at a plus 6.5 points. So the bill, it has the Bills beating them by almost a touchdown. Okay, I think... Big Ben's healthy. Week one's going to be the healthiest we're going to get Big Ben all season. Let's just be honest with you, ourselves here. Okay. You got uh, the Steelers have offensive power, firepower and Najee Harris. It's going to be an X factor. Ooh. I like, I'm not saying the Steelers win this game. But you think they cover They this cover game? this spread. I'm taking Steelers wow. plus 6.5 against the spread against the Bills. Okay. Cold weather football precursor. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so you take in Pittsburgh to cover, but you don't think they're going to win. You just think they're going to cover. No, but let me tell you who's going to win outright. Go ahead. My, is your upset? upset? Yes. This team is currently at a plus three points, so that's okay. not every other team because a lot okay. of the spreads are like that right now. Yeah. But I was trying to give keep some anonymity in here. Yeah. Because you don't know what I'm doing. Oh, there's another lot of three points. Ooh, I'm all over the place. I got him. I got him on the ropes, y'all. Yeah, like he's coming Jake in with Paul. a hate. Oh no. But I'm still gonna win. Okay, like so you're actually you're actually gonna you know when you put somebody in the right, it's actually try to knock them out. Well, that's unheard of. 
This is. You should probably teach that to Tyron Woodley. Yeah. I'm That's done where I'm done with him podcast. and his crappy rap. Yep. Crap. Yeah. Crap rap. Crap rap. Yeah. Glad you said it. But uh, this game, I'm going to be taking us to the Cardinals versus the Ooh, Titans. Ooh. You're picking the I'm going to say the Cardinals win week one. I like what they're doing on offense. I love me some Kyler Murray. He leads my fantasy team yeah. to victory almost every week. And this, I mean, what's better than a great start? Um, it's a tough matchup. It's a tough one. But uh, the, I see some holes. Tennessee, their secondary is a little weak. Yeah. Some corners. They've and, given up on, on defense pretty much. So I think it's going to be a shootout. And – you if trust you, your boys in the shootout. I mean, I think Derrick Henry will definitely re- – he'll get his. He'll get yeah. over 100. He'll get his, and he'll get a touchdown, maybe even two. But if it comes down to where Tannehill's got to score up, got to throw the ball, I mean, he'll have Julio, have AJ. Yeah. But it's up. It's down to that arm, though. And I don't, I'm not sold on Tannehill, even yeah. his running ability. Give me the Cardinals oh, to win an upset in good. week one. I like that. I like that. That's a bold one, and I like it. I went bold, too. My team is also right now sitting at plus three, meaning that the other team is favored by three. And I really I don't understand the disrespect that I'm seeing for this team that I'm going to talk about here. Right now, the Minnesota Vikings are favored, and according to ESPN, have a 53% chance of winning in week one against the Cincinnati Bengals? No, sir. Joe Burrow's coming back, baby. Uh oh. Jamar Chase on the outside coming to town. And Joe Mixon. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Joe Mixon, that's a bad man at running back. And this defense is just going to keep on getting better. Are you kidding me? It's Are pretty shitty right now. Are you joking me? Kirk Cousins on the road. Cook. Kirk Cousins on the road? No, thank Dalvin you. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. I don't care. I love it. Keep. Keep it coming. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals to win outright. That's my upset pick of the week. I trust in Joe Burrow. I trust not just Joe Burrow, but that entire offense. You've heard it here, folks. I'm going to get all my points back this week. (laughs) Let's go. No siree. No siree. Let's go. No siree. Cincinnati takes it to the Vikings (laughs) and wins this game to open up the season, baby. Oh, my God. Please, no. Yes. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Give me Dalvin Cook to run for three touchdowns and 300 yards. Listen, he might. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. <laughs> that's just that's what I'm not getting. It just doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. Who's going to stop? I Joe heard Burrow that Joe Burrow's chance? knee is causing him to question. I don't care. He'll stand on one leg and beat Minnesota, baby. But, yeah, give me them. Give me them. Give me them. We got an outrageous take. Ooh. And, I'm ready. Uh, I'm get and I think it, this one marinated like like freaking Italian seasoning on Italian uh, dressing on some ooh. chicken, boy. Ooh. Put that. Ooh, that's good stuff. And put it on that damn grill. This this marinated great, y'all. Um, it's another fan submitted outrageous take. And I think they knew. I think they had a, a inclination okay. of your past, Daniel. Are you ready for this? Do you have yeah. your timer? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys and girls and one gal, I mean. Um, Daniel's not going to like this. Okay. One gal. But it's going to be a lot of fun to hear what he has to say. And uh, I'm about to be flipping. You ready with your timer, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I will bullshit for a minute while Daniel takes it in. 
Oh yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> he's loving it. Um, oh gosh. Okay. 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 Well, I what I can do while you're, I'll I'll say one, my one segment, my mini segment. I can't even speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I love in college football or in football this week. Yes. Um, Trayvon Diggs, a cornerback for the Cowboys, son thought Dak Prescott was Patrick Mahomes. And he was introduced. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. And uh, he said, you know who I am? He said, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And he was like, you still think I'm Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> he said, and he had a Dak Prescott jersey yeah, on. That yeah, was the best thing. It was. I love that in football. And Daniel's not going to love to fit in this, but his minute is up. And let's hear what it has to say. Fan submitted outrageous take. Thanks again. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. The Detroit Lions will beat that 49 ass this Sunday. Woo! All right. Oh, sorry. I just spiked our audio there woo. with my woo. Sorry, guys. Watch your earphones if you're listening. Headphones. Um, here we go. I'm going to start the minute clock. Here we go. <clears throat> Two words for you, Hunter. Quantes Cephas. Ooh. Okay. This man is going to be the next coming of Antonio Brown. All right? He's, oh, he's fast. He's small, but he's shifty. And let me tell you something about this. My boy Jared Goff is being disrespected, okay? And he played in the <laughs> NFC West. He knows this little 49er defense. He's seen it twice a year, and he's already beaten it. He got all the way to the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl-going-to quarterback. Not a Super Bowl-winning <laughs> quarterback. He's a Super Bowl-going-to. Love let it. me tell you something. That cancer Matt Patricia is out of Detroit, okay? And now we're taking knees out, according to our press conferences <laughs> oh. in Detroit. And let me tell you something about that defense. It's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. We still got... People. They win this game by shutting down Trey Lance, sacking him 17 times if they want to. They'll do whatever they want. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw at least two Truth. or three picks. Okay. But really, the bottom line is Quantes Sivas, look out for that man. DeAndre Swift, too, is another reason we're going to win this game. He will be out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure De- DeAndre what? Swift is out for this game. No, he's not. Is he really? Pretty hold on. Sure. Hold on. Hold on. He's on one of my fantasy teams. He better not be. He's on mine, too, bud. And so we'll we'll take that out together. Hold on, I'm look I'm looking. I'm but looking, I'm looking. that was pretty fun, guys. Thank you for that one. Whoever made me do that, I appreciate. I you. wonder. I I don't know who it was, but I appreciate your generosity <laughs> making me talk about that man. That I team. was hoping to hear a little bit more about the knees getting taken out. We're gonna yeah, it's gonna happen. DeAndre Swift, Quanta. I was hoping to hear actually about my boy Am- Amal Ross St. Brown. Mm. Because I got him on a fantasy team. This one right here says that... Is he going to play? It looks It's looking good. He missed the whole preseason with a groin injury, but it, the coach did say, Dan Campbell said, should be ready to go for Sunday's opener. He had a full, oh, full practice on Wednesday. Okay. Well, I, I was wrong. You is wrong, but it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. We both learned something together. Trey Flowers is going to have to have the game of his life. Oh, yeah. He definitely will. All, always. He always did. <laughs> always. Every, every game is the game of his life. <laughs> every game is the game of his life. Well, that was outrageous, y'all. Thank um, you. Thank you. And I got to talk about what how I fell in love with football this week. Man, it was a good week. Nobody cares, but I got the, I'm the three time defending UFC Pick'em champ. Nice. So I'll go defend my belt this Saturday. Nice. So send some prayers up for your boy. Yeah. Um. That's um, yeah. I think. Oh, we got some way yeah, too. Oh, I'm that's sorry. The last yeah. thing we got to do before we we call it for this show is we're gonna tell you who, and we're just gonna you know this is gonna be way too early. It's our way too early picks. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna tell you who we think wins the AFC. Who we think we're just gonna tell you what the Super Bowl is, and then who we think is gonna win it. Um, you want to go first, Hunter? You want me to go first? How you feeling? I think we'll we'll just break it up this way. I'm saying the Chiefs are gonna go in the AFC. Okay. You got the Chiefs. 
It's a sexy pick, but I disagree. Whoa. I disagree. Who's going to knock him off the pedestal? Uh, let me tell you who's going to knock him. You're way too early. Oh, it's going to be your, your Vagin Rams, eh? No, 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 that's in the NFC. See, it's okay. We're, still learning. That's, that's, that's why I got to learn. He's got to love the game. No, 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 no. In the that's AFC, I'm, I'm going to take a team that took them to the edge last year, but this year they're going to get it done. They had some off-season acquirements, okay? And their defense is going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. They're playing in week one. Your your AFC team and my AFC team. Give me the Cleveland Browns, baby. To the, go to the Super to go Bowl? go to the Super Get Bowl. Get the fuck out of here. I am picking the Cleveland Browns. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. Give me the Cleveland Browns. Nobody's going to be able to run the ball on that defense, and that pass rush is going to be nasty. With Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney coming off the I absolutely hate it. I love this pick. And don't forget on the offensive side of the ball, Odell's going to get healthy. Jarvis Landry's a man. And Baker Mayfield is getting disrespected, okay? That man's a top 10 quarterback. And watch out by the end of the year if he's not. Disagree. Watch out if he's not creeping up on your top five list after this year's over. That's sad. With Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, the second, I was going to say best, but I can't in good conscience. Second best running back in the NFL. <sighs> Give God. me the Browns to win the AFC, baby. This episode is going to be called Third and Punt Daniel Does Crack for the first time. <laughs> That's might. crazy. I, the Brown, I mean, they have a great offensive line, but to take them to the Super Bowl? Yes. I don't want to see that ugly-ass brown orange on the Super Bowl. Prepare Are you kidding me? It. Prepare to see it. There's no chance they get past the the Chiefs, bro. I don't care. You want you want to talk about acquisitions? The whole offensive line in Kansas City got acquired this yeah, offseason. Yeah, a bunch of old men. Get out of town. I'm done with Kansas. City. I don't want to hear it. Their defense is nothing. Yeah, their offense don't is have great. To be anything. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't actually have to do points. anything. Well, um, give so me yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland. I'm, a, I'm, about, I'm gonna come out of left field with my NFC champ. Ooh, okay. Who's your NFC champ? It ain't gonna be the Buccaneers. What? Okay. Bring it back, everybody. Don't mean shit to me. I like that. I like that energy. Because I'm going to take what I've been calling Rajante's last ride. I'm going to take that all the way to the Super Bowl. I call it Rajante. That's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. It's their last ride together. And I think this is such a spiteful season for Aaron Rodgers that he's going to absolutely he won the mvp last year he's yeah. gonna shit on his mvp season whoa because he's so mad he's so he said i cannot wait to win the super bowl yeah. and leave he's gonna he's gonna be like that girl that knows she's about to get broken up with so she glows up and she's like this is what exactly. you're missing exactly um that's exactly what i see is happening mm. and i think it's a revenge tour all year long mm. him and Devonte adams it cannot be stopped that's a mm. i bet it's 20 touchdowns i bet Devonte has 20 touchdowns this year but, but who wins? Oh wait, no! Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I got to take my NFC, and then we'll. Yeah. I'm saying Green Bay. Green Bay, because nobody's gonna stop that man on it. He's on a tear. So your Super Bowl is a repeat of one of the all-time classic Super Bowls back in the day with Green Bay and Kansas City. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been the first Super Bowl. But anyways, that's an yes. interesting pick. I also am not gonna pick the Buccaneers, and here's why. Oh, here's why. I don't. Look, I love Tom Brady. Okay, I'm not. I love him, but I know he's a goat. But you know what I don't love? This idea that you can just bring everybody back and it's gonna be okay. The answer is no. (laughs) Answer is no. Because no. Because let me tell you something. There's a monster out west. Okay, a monster. And that monster's name is the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, Aaron Donald, of course. 
They are the most complete team in the NFL. Okay, They got the defense to win a championship. We saw that last year when they went to Seattle in the first game of the playoffs with that abysmal quarterback known as Jared Goff and still beat Seattle on the road. Okay, And they lost the year, what you just picked for your NFC champion, but that's because they had no offense last year. But guess what they have, Hunter? They've got an elite quarterback. That's right, I said an elite quarterback because by the end of this year, if you don't already, you're going to put some respect on that man's name because he's going to be a top. Wait for it, Hunter. Are you waiting? He'll be a top three quarterback at the Ugh. end of this season. That's what I'm talking about. Sickening. Because this man's going to put up numbers and he's not going to lose games. They're not going to go 17 0, but he's going to win a lot of games. Give me the Rams to win the NFC. I like it. I like it a lot. So my Super Bowl is the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cleveland Browns. Your Super Bowl is the Packers and the Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and tell you who's going to win my Super Bowl. And this shouldn't come as a shock. In his first year as a, as a in the Jesus LA Rams Christ. system, give me the LA Rams to win the Super Bowl. They're my pick. They're my pick. They're gonna have the running game's only gonna get better as the year goes on. I'm telling you, Sonny Michelle, that is quite the acquisition, baby. They're gonna run the ball well. They're gonna run the ball well with Daryl Henderson. It does hurt not having Cam Akers, not gonna lie. But this another thing, another X factor that we haven't talked about is the acquisition of Deshaun Jackson. The man is older, but he can still get down that field. I have still burn some people. Yeah, I'm hoping that goes well. And he's still going to be burning a lot of folks, and he's going to get into that secondary. He's going to catch a lot of deep balls from my boy Matthew Stafford. I'm going to take my early, way too early, Super Bowl champion will be the Los Angeles Rams. Hunter, over to you. Whoa. I am going to say that the legacy of Patty Mahomes is only going to be bolstered by this season because when I watched him run for his life against that Buccaneer defensive line last Super Bowl, I felt bad for him. And I was going to do something about it. I was going to call up to the front office and and make sure they they revamped that line. And they listened to us. They They listened to the mass of the nation. Yeah. Because we all love to see what Patrick Mahomes can do. He's fun to watch. And um, I think it's going to be a fun Super Bowl my way too early yeah. situation. Okay. And uh, like we talked about, defense don't really matter in this game. It's all okay. about scoring. It's going to shoot out. And uh, I just count the weapons. I count one for Tyreek Hill, one Kelsey, and all the other ones. I don't know. Nicole Hardman? Come on, man. Come I'm on. Counting, yeah. Wow. Scrub, no love. Wow. Scrub, no love. No, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I, Aaron Rodgers – Versus Pat Mahomes, that's going to be a great game, just quarterback arm talent wise. But yeah. uh, in an offensive game, who are you taking other than the Chiefs? Nobody. Wow. Come so on. So your Super Bowl chief, your Super Bowl champ is the Chiefs. Mine are the Rams. That could actually be another Super Bowl potential, Chiefs and Rams. But uh, we'll see what happens. That's our way too early predictions. But uh, there you go, folks. That is there anything else you want to say to the fine folks before we we cut it here? I would just like to say it's a great start of the season. Yeah. And I'm you know, I'm ready for football, a full football, like fantasy football, all this madness that mm-hmm. bring that brings. I'm I'm ready for it. Bring it. I'm ready for yep. the sweepstick I'm sweepstakes. I'm excited to see who wins. Yep. And um y'all don't forget to tell your friends. Tell y'all your friends. Follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. third and punt. Yep. Tell somebody about us. Tell somebody you hate us. Yeah. Just talk about us. That's talk all. Talk about it. That's all we want. Hey, any publicity is good publicity, baby. 
There we go. There we go. Take us off, Daniel, into a nice just trance yeah. of musical talent. All right. We'll see you here next week. Thank you.